It's the Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty podcast. Down in Colombia, they have a hippo problem. Pablo Escobar, you remember the big drug lord? Yeah, big drug lord. Uh, cocaine was the big thing he was trading around the world. Yeah, so he brought in some hippos in the 80s as part of like a private zoo that he had. He had a private zoo and he brought hippos? Yeah, and all he had was like a male and two females. Now there's 160 hippos roaming in Colombia. And they're not native to the area, so they're just destroying everything. No, they're from Africa. It's messing the ecosystem up. And so they're trying to get rid of at least 70 of them. They're going to send them to Mexico and India. And you may wonder, well, why don't they send them to Africa? Africans are like, no, we can't introduce wild hippos that aren't from here to the to our conservation areas. They'll be killed. It's animal cruelty. Especially these cocaine hippos. <laughs> Who knows what they've seen? <laughs> they've seen some things. They, they might have some bad habits. <laughs> so they're sending them to where? Mexico and India? Yeah. Are taking them? Oh, boy. Some some sanctuaries, yeah. If, there's, if those sanctuaries are full, they can always send them to here in Huron County where we send all the other obnoxious vegans, Bayfield. I'm going to tell you a story that comes out of beautiful Hanover, just north of Huron County. And it's a story about a gentleman who shouldn't have listened to the radio. Yeah, I blame radio for this. Something radio jocks do. I'm going to tell you this right now. You're going to notice they do it. Is Radio jocks love days. We love National Cookie Day. Whenever it's a day, National Give Your Coworker a Pat on the Back Day. It's National Tell a Secret Day. They're all stupid, but a lot of radio jocks need something to talk about. So they make up days. Police got involved in an incident that happened in Hanover. There was an older man approached a young person walking home from school last Wednesday, offered him some chocolates. Said, hey, kid, do you want some pot of gold chocolates? It was pot of gold? Pot of gold. Those aren't even good chocolates. <laughs> so it was clearly a senior citizen driving the car. And the kid did the right thing. The kid declined and then called the police because there's a guy riding around offering kids chocolate. Literal candy from strangers. So the police caught up with this guy and he said, well, I heard that it was random acts of kindness day which oh, was wow. february 17th yeah that's a, one of those like unofficial national day of random acts of kindness and he said this random acts of kindness day inspired him to go around and give kids chocolate what's the world come to fatty i can't even drive around in a van and offer kids candy without the police being involved anymore nobody recognizes a good deed anymore thanks trudeau you said you did a top up top off shop recently where you just there's a couple essentials you need yeah you know you go out for milk and then you realize oh i need a couple other things dog food cat food you name it 100 bucks 100 bucks later easy money okay so dalhousie university they always look at food prices every year looks like this year on food with food going up five percent this year you're going to spend roughly sixteen thousand two hundred bucks on food which is an extra one thousand sixty five dollars you'll spend on food this year be nice if it was an option to not eat like if food was just something we did for fun. It's too bad we need food. Like plants? Yeah. You just uh, absorb like, energy from the sun? Like going bowling or something. The hell are you talking about? I'm just saying it's too bad we need food to survive. Where does bowling come into this? Well, if food was just a hobby, then we could choose whether oh, to have it or not. A hobby like bowling. Gotcha. Yeah, it's just okay. something we did for fun, but unfortunately we need it to survive. That's right. Yeah. 1065 bucks though. I at first, it seems like a lot of money, but you can make that up by selling one of your kidneys. You'll get way more than that. And you got two kidneys. You could eat the other one. There you go. Yeah. You'll be on the donor list, but what else are you doing? Remember Zeller's? Oh, yeah. We had huh. one in Goderich. It was open when I first moved here back in 2012. Zeddy the Bear. Zeddy the Bear. <laughs> so we learned Zeller's is going to have some little micro stores inside the Bay stores around Canada. And we learned that those micro Zeller stores going to be opening next Thursday, a week tomorrow, March 23rd. Closest one to Huron County down the road in London at White Oaks Mall. That's in South London. It's just like a little kiosk in the Bay store with Zeller's T-shirts, I like, think. Yeah, you can buy Zeller's T-shirts and little Zeddy Bears. Uh, yeah, I bought those back in the 90s. <laughs> Well, I don't need them again. But you'll be able to relive your youth except for where you were loved. That's never coming back. <laughs> Are they bringing Zeddy back, though? Uh, they'll probably be shirts with Zeddy. It might be little Zeddy dolls, yeah. Oh, no. I think Zeddy got Z2. <laughs> he touched the downy bear inappropriately. He's been canceled. 
<laughs> the old Zeller's Diner. Did you ever eat at the old diner in Zeller's? They had like grilled cheese and the Big Zed Burger. Big Zed Burger. Yeah. I don't remember eating there. Yeah, but apparently they're bringing up a food truck. There's going to be a food truck at some locations. So if you go to the one in London, it may be there, it may not be there. But yeah, they're going to have some of those old menu items. Okay, great. So just like any other food truck. Pretty, pretty much. Fries and gravy. I like, there's some really good food trucks. Burgers, grilled cheese. <laughs> But hey, if you want some mediocre food, you have more options than just Tim Hortons now. Love me a Toblerone bar. Made in Switzerland originally. They're no longer allowed to say that they're made in Switzerland because most of their production has moved to the U.S. now. They're not allowed to use the little mountain on the box either because it's a Swiss mountain. Yeah. And I just realized this morning that's why it's shaped like a triangle. I had no idea. So the easy move here, if you want some honesty in your marketing about the Swiss angle, you move a Toblerone production facility to Zurich, Ontario. Yes. So you can honestly tell customers Toblerone is produced in Zurich. You don't have to say which Zurich. This is genius on a lot of levels because they already have the Bean Festival and you could include cocoa beans in that. Chocolate bean casserole. It'll be known for chocolate beans instead of the other beans. Yeah, instead of those beans. Seriously? We're talking about a bean <laughs> festival, and I don't get to use these sound effects too often. The musical fruit. The more you eat, the more you live in Zurich. Oh, I love me a good dumb criminal story. This one happened down in Atlanta. There was these guys, they went into a Sam's Club, stole over $10,000 worth of stuff, and then started heading out in their getaway vehicle. Except the getaway vehicle was a Tesla, and they had to stop 16 kilometers down the road to charge up. And <laughs> they ran out of battery? Ran out of battery. Naturally, the police caught up with them, got them. They're like, give us a half an hour. <laughs> we need to charge. Can you just wait a half hour? <laughs> this is why you need a fuel-efficient gas-burning vehicle like a Prius. Yeah. Prius, the original vehicle of criminals. No stranger to coyotes here in Huron County. You see them every once in a while. Kids at a school in Brampton. Got to stay inside all day long. No outdoor recess because a couple coyotes were spotted on the property. Just stand at the window and watch the coyotes. <laughs> watch the coyotes, kids. Look at how they're foaming at the mouth. <laughs> animal control got called and animal control says, hey, if they're not bothering anybody, they're outside where they're supposed to be. We can't can't shoot them. That's where they live. They could bring back hunting and trapping class, work it into the curriculum. You make hats out of the coyote fur. That could be home ec. But these coyotes weren't doing anything. They were in their natural habitat, like you said. Like I said, yeah. yeah. That's the reason you're allowed to drink on the job, because you work at a country music station. Right. You're drunk listening to country. You're in your natural habitat. Royal coronation that's where the king actually becomes the king. They do all the stuff, the ceremony stuff. That's coming up May the 6th. Prince Harry, the ginger one with the full head of hair, mm. he released a book earlier this year, Trash in the Royals. Oh, that's right. And we thought he might not get invited. But we learned from his reps that he received an email. Oh, is that an invitation, perhaps? From King Charles about the coronation. We don't know if it was an invite or if it was to say, you can't come anywhere near this thing. We don't know, but he might be there. I think he'll go because he needs more material for the next book. You think so? Perhaps Camila will fall asleep or something. And then he can write about it and tell everyone. And you know King Charles didn't send that email himself, right? No. And one of his grandkids load up Hotmail and attach the Evite. You're probably right. He might go to the coronation, but he'll have to sit in the nosebleeds with the other gingers. You're looking for a dog? Shelter service might be kind of nice. Go find a dog that needs a nice home. Winnipeg Animal Services brought in a new program called Doggy Dates. Oh, yeah. So you get to kind of sign out a dog, as they call it. And you get to take it out for the day and see how you work with the dog. See if you maybe want to make the dog a part of your family. And if the dog doesn't jive, then you can take it back. And at least you got to take the dog out for the day. It's like a test drive for a dog. I guess so. Raise awareness and get more dogs adopted. That's a good idea. Uh, where do you take a dog on a first date? Maybe the Godrich Beach Boardwalk or yeah. get lost in the Hullet Marsh. I was thinking more dinner or coffee maybe, but you don't want to seem cheap and just get a $4 coffee. Right. I'd probably just keep it simple and take it to the butt-sniffing convention in Clinton. Remember that family who made all their money off slavery and they held down people's education systems to control their countries? The royal family, right. Well, if you're worried about those slave runners not having uh, cruelty-free products at the coronation ceremony in May, 
don't you worry your pretty little head. They're going to be cruelty-free. King Charles is going to be coronated in May. There's this part where they put the holy anointing oil on the king or queen. They smear it on his head? Is that what goes yeah, it's Yeah, it's, it's a very sacred thing. But for the first time, it's going to be animal cruelty-free. So the oil was animal products before? Yeah, apparently the oil would come from small mammals such as civets from some special glands that they have. So if you don't know what a civet is, it's like a mix of a raccoon and a cat. Yeah, and then also <laughs> like a waxy substance from sperm whales. This seems like a lot of work. Couldn't you just throw olive oil on there? I was just thinking, uh, get some Crisco. The viewer or King Charles isn't going to know the difference. So this is what they're doing. It's going to be just olive oil okay, this time around. There you go, some saporito. There you go. It's vegan. Now the only animal <laughs> products at the coronation will be King Charles's sausage fingers. Ooh. Ooh. So I was coming home from the grocery store the other day after spending way too much money. And I had the thought, why can't I just eat grass? It's everywhere. It's everywhere. And I see cows eating grass. Like, that's a big animal. And it survives on grass? Surely I could survive on grass and save money. So I Googled it. And apparently we can't digest grass because we're missing a stomach. We need two stomachs, unfortunately. We need at least two stomachs. Yeah. It would give us an upset stomach and malnutrition eventually. Yeah, there's no protein. Yeah. We have big brains, so we need a lot of protein. I actually was picturing me and my family in our backyard just mowing away on grass. Just chewing your own cud. Think of the time I would save. I wouldn't have to make dinner. Just call the kids to the yard. It's time for supper, kids. You wouldn't even need to call the yard. It's like, it'd be like the old dinner bell. The kids would hear the lawnmower start up. They'd be like, oh, <laughs> dad's getting dinner ready. I always had a hard time with math. Maybe I just had the wrong math teacher. Maybe I needed this teacher out of Connecticut. Yeah, there was this math teacher. She was supposed to be teaching math and somehow got sidetracked into teaching the kids some jiu-jitsu moves. I totally get it, man. <laughs> you, you learn some cool moves. You want to pass some knowledge on to the kids. Maybe they can defend themselves one day. Yeah, you get bored of teaching the math. And so a couple students volunteered for her to demonstrate the chokehold. And then next thing you know, one of them's out cold. One of them's unconscious. They had to call a nurse in. So now investigators are looking into how this math lesson could have turned into a martial arts class. Okay. <laughs> but you can work some math into that. You could be like, okay, so if, if Cody passes out in eight seconds from the chokehold, how many dollars will the lawyer collect from the school board? You watch many Canadian shows? Like, did you watch the Red Green show? Yeah, that was kind of funny. Until the 10th duct tape joke. Yeah. (laughs) So the federal government, they're debating this bill in parliament right now. And it looks like they're going to pass it at some point. And it would require uh, streaming services like Netflix, YouTube, and Spotify to pay for more Canadian TV shows, movies, and music. Which is good for Canadian music producers, movie TV producers. It means we're going to have more people in this country being paid to create the content they want to make. Oh, that's a great. There's a lot of great creators and there's a lot of great examples of, of great Canadian shows. And they, they also want Netflix to pick up more great Canadian shows. Like they better start airing Road to Avonlea on Netflix. The complete series of The Littlest Hobo. There's got to be like 20 seasons. Yeah. And who doesn't love Caillou? Uh, yeah. Or The Beachcomers. A <laughs> couple people fighting over logs. Great shows. Is that what that show is? I've never heard of Beach. Beachcombers. Huh? It was on, I think, every Sunday night. What What do they do? Well, there was this guy named Nick and Jesse and then this other guy named Relic, and they'd fight over the logs. They would just comb the beaches for logs. You're making this up. No. And then they'd hang out at, at this restaurant and talk about nothing. It was, it was pretty bad, but yeah. it was the only thing on. Yeah, so Netflix, you better start airing the Beachcombers or else we'll have to watch something good. Story out of Guelph area. 53-foot tractor trailer stolen and it had inside the trailer $250,000 worth of toothpaste. Toothpaste? Is there a black market for toothpaste well, that I'm not familiar with? I don't know. I, I think they were hoping for TVs or something and then they opened the truck and, oh, it's toothpaste. Bunch of Colgate. Well, maybe there's a black market for it. Maybe you buy it on the street. We were trying to think of what the street name for toothpaste would be. Yeah, like, give me two ounces of the smile. Give me six grams of oral. How about two pounds of the scrub? I'll take two packs of molar. Hey, you got any paste? And make sure it's the one recommended by the dentist, not the cheap stuff. Hey, bro, you holding any whitening? It gives new meaning to the 
term having the pasties, I guess. It's made me very proud to be a Canadian. The story out of Quebec. So here's what happened. Neighbor one having a dispute with neighbor two. Neighbor one gives neighbor two the double middle finger. Oh. So neighbor one takes him to court for uttering threats. And I want to give this judge credit because I, I want to quote him verbatim. This is Judge Dennis Galliet-Satos. He said, and I quote, Flipping the proverbial bird is a God-given, charter-enshrined right that belongs to every red-blooded Canadian. This is in the charter. You've got to read between the lines. I guess so. Basically, says as a Canadian, you're free to express yourself, and sometimes that means using your hands. So you get a finger, and you get everybody gets a finger. I guess it's our right. Would you still go around giving one, though? Sure. I wouldn't. Why not? You're a nice dude, though. You grew up here and you know everybody here. I have no ties. That's the thing. <laughs> I don't want to be known as that guy that gave the finger. And I have amazing neighbors, so there's no need to have Fair him. enough. But your God-given charter enshrined, right? So next time you're stopped by the police, you exercise your right to give them the finger oh. right before they exercise their right to tase you. Tim Horton's done goofed. Their Roll Up the Rim app mistakenly told a bunch of people they won a $10,000 prepaid credit card. Tim Horton said, to make it up to you, we'll give you a $50 gift card. A lot of those people saying, mm -mm, no, I'm, I'm not going to settle for anything less than 10000 bucks." They got to do more than this $50 gift card. Like, bring back the Long John, for goodness sake. Remember the Long John? Yeah. N now, if you don't remember some of the old Tim Horton's donuts, <laughs> they had some great ones like 10 years ago, maybe more than that. The strawberry crunch and the oh. walnut crunch were really good. You mentioned the long john. That was really nice. And when they made them in the store, the apple fritters the size of a newborn baby. Yeah. They were huge. And you reminded me of the blueberry fritter. Oh, yeah. I think that's a seasonal thing now, occasionally. Do they still do the blueberry fritter? Maybe in blueberry season. The cinnamon sugar donut was really nice. They had that until fairly recently, but I haven't seen it in a while. And the Nanaimo bar, where's that? There used to be a cake display with all sorts of black forest cake, carrot cake. You can buy a whole cake. So Tim Hortons, you want to make up the $10,000 to me? Bring back the cake display. And the veggie burger. Oh, no. 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 I'll give them $10,000 to take back the veggie burger. <laughs> Got to drive careful in this weather. This gentleman out of California, 81 years old. So senior gentleman, he was driving on a country road last week. This happened last Friday, but we're learning about it today because there was a snowstorm in California where he was on a country road, got stuck in a snowdrift, and he was stuck there for a week until yesterday they found him. They had to helicopter him out of there. They don't expect something like this to happen too often in California. So it's amazing he actually had some stuff to survive on this guy. He had some croissants. Nice. Candy. And some biscotti. The Italians saved this guy with their biscottis. Or the French, depending on who's telling you the story. Is biscotti French? The croissants are. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's multicultural is what we're saying. Yeah, he had all the good stuff. So Matt and I trying to reinforce to you, it's good to have a winter emergency kit. You got your flashlight, right? Some extra clothes, some jumper cables, and you get your croissants. Yeah. And biscottis if you can afford it. Don't leave home without them. But maybe you want to upgrade the croissants to a baguette so you can dig yourself out. How would you like to live on a cruise? That sounds like a nightmare. This kind of sounds like a good deal, though. There's a cruise company offering you to live on a cruise. Maybe you want to work remotely for $30,000 a year. Now, this cruise is going to stop in seven continents, go to 135 countries, you have to sign up for three years. So $90,000. Right, but $30,000 a year, that's not too bad if you consider that's your rent, that's your food, that's your entertainment, that's your drinks. So we were putting together the money. Yeah. So in Goderich, to the average rent for a year would be about $18,000. And then food on average in Canada, we, we spend on average $16,000 a year on food. So you're already at $34,000 a year. You got your rent and your food covered on the cruise ship for less than that. Not a bad deal, actually. You got your fitness center there, too. You take that cost into consideration. You got a spa. There's even a doctor on board. How's the internet? That, that would be the, 
the thing. Because if I wanted to live somewhere isolated with bad internet, I'd just move to Ben Miller. The RCMP here in Canada, they've decided to give King Charles III a present. Like they bought him a Nerf gun? Like a gift. And <laughs> sent it to the royal palace in England? <laughs> They're giving him a horse. A horse? Yeah, a special horse named Noble, who was part of the RCMP little show that they do. The musical ride, they call it. What's the musical ride? It's where they do like intricate formations set to music. And there's all these RCMP officers on horses. The police do yeah. that? It, you've never seen it? It's really fancy, really. The police have a show? Mm-hmm. Where they ride horses to music? Police. Yeah, it's like medieval times, except you don't get to eat a whole chicken. Except with our taxpayer <laughs> money? Yeah, it's great. This horse named Noble, uh, I guess because it's just a really nice, well-behaved horse. You were saying the musical rides came to Exeter a little while ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so they spotted this horse. and I, This is like getting drafted to the NHL for a horse. You get to go live at the Royal Stables. Okay. So congratulations to Noble. And just like the NHL, when you retire from the league, they turn you into glue. I heard, though, that Tim Hortons, they were going to give the king a gift as well. They were going to give him some cash. Well, they told him they were going to give him $10,000, but then they ended up just giving a $50 gift card. I can't tell you anything. Uh, I'm a little worried about uh, my co-host here, Fatty Didi. I think maybe you've joined a cult. Okay, so I've been telling you about this group I play Nintendo with online. And we're meeting up for the second time this summer. Met up last year in Minnesota. Going to do Denver this year. So these guys play video games together. Now they're traveling together. Renting Airbnbs together. Hanging out in real life. And now there's talk of matching tattoos. Somebody in the group suggested during our trip. <laughs> we get little, very little matching tattoos. Dude, you're in a cult. Is this a cult? <laughs> as soon as it gets to tattoo status, has there been any talks of like moving out into the woods and living together and sharing partners <laughs> and living together in a compound? Not yet. Okay. Well, I don't want to say no, just not yet. Well, maybe it's not quite time for an intervention, but it could be coming. I'm worried about you. The, but the tattoo designs are so cute. They're Mario characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are these people even real or are they just like Bowser? <laughs> you think they keep their camera off when we're playing games? Are you friends with Princess like, Peach or do you actually see real faces? They're like scammers, like scammers yeah. from other countries. Exactly. They're just trying to get my money, harvest a couple kidneys here and there. Could be. There's one I, I haven't really seen her before. What? There's, I've seen all of them, and I've met a few of them in real life, but there's one of them I actually haven't really seen, so she, she, she could totally be a scammer trying to get organs. Okay, well, be careful. Before I go on my trip, I'll send you my location. I'll touch base with you every day to be like, still have my kidneys. Okay, good. All right, th thanks for looking out for me, buddy. Scientists have found a new asteroid that's heading towards Earth. It's number one on the risk list right now. And they think it's possible it could hit Earth in 2046. On a very specific day. Valentine's Day in 2046. All right, so in 23 years from now on Valentine's Day, you don't have to have any plans. Yeah, maybe you're off the hook. Or maybe you plan to spend the last moments on this planet with your loved one. <gasps> Honey, there's nobody I would rather die with than you. But wouldn't it be awkward, though, if you forgot to get flowers and then the asteroid doesn't hit? Who buys flowers anymore? I do. And I think the more awkward part would be you end up surviving the asteroid. Then you have to admit that you've been sleeping with your spouse's brother. So Major League Baseball preseason going on right now. And the regular season kicks off, I want to say, April 11th. Toronto is going to be facing the Detroit Tigers for their home opener. And it's going to be a new and improved Rogers Center in Toronto. They've been doing some big renovations in the offseason. And that includes... Brand new seats all throughout the stadium. They got rid of their old seats that have been there since, I want to say, the 80s. Oh, good. Those were uncomfortable. And so they're going to have brand new stadium seating. They're also going to have new sections for ticket holders that are going to have $20 tickets. Outstanding room only. But you're going to be able to check out one of, I think, four or five different areas around the park. Oh. But standing room only. Standing room? Those games can be long. Yeah. To be on your feet. Oh, God, wasn't there a game a couple seasons ago went to 18 or 19 innings? It's absolutely crazy. And they shut down the beer garden in the seventh inning. <laughs> <laughs> so these cheap seats 
are just the lack of seats. The biggest one is going to be at the back end of the Rogers Center, so the farthest end from home plate. So you might not see what's going on, but at least you can brag to your friends that you paid $15 for a beer. I was watching the Oscars last night, and I felt bad for people sitting behind Thames. Explain who Thames is. Well, she's a singer-songwriter. She's the one that wrote the Oscar-nominated Lift Me Up, the song in Wakanda Forever that Rihanna sang. So she was there, had this beautiful dress, but when she sat down, she didn't remove the top part of the dress, which was basically like a, a big cloud that went around her head. It's like the as tall as a piece of Bristol board paper oh. you get from the dollar store. Easily knocked out 15 to 20 people's view. Like, you take that piece off, right, when you sit down. Yeah, she was blocking the view of a bunch of people. And our own Matt Hussey, he says he can relate. Well, I know the feeling. Because back in the 80s and 90s, I used to tease my hair. That's where you comb your hair backwards. Because that was what was in style, big hair. I would be at least seven foot something. Is that true? With my hair teased. Oh, it was ridiculous. You've seen my hair. I'm looking at your hair in ninth grade right now. It is teased heavily. Yeah. We got a big photo here in studio. We're probably self-conscious if you went to a movie theater or a play of people sitting behind you. Oh, I would hear people like, oh, look at that guy up there. Shame on him. I can't even watch Batman. These kids in their big hair nowadays. <laughs> and sometimes people would throw gum in my hair. Oh, no. And so eventually I got used to just ducking a little bit, slouching in my seat because I didn't want people to make fun of my hair. Now people, uh, they don't throw gum in your hair anymore because you don't have much of it. I used so much hairspray in the 80s that my hair is gone now yeah, pretty yeah. much. I try sticking it to that bald spot. It just doesn't work. Don't do a crime if you're not going to get something good for it. Uh, don't do a crime, period, but come on. These two people in Glencoe. Couple idiots. Couple guys in a pickup truck. They use the pickup, and they smash through the door of the Glencoe LCBO. And they stole some liquor. Only $200 worth. That's like two bottles of whiskey. Two bottles of Johnny Walker Gold Label. And they've got a pickup truck. They could just put it all in the pickup truck. They could put the whole Hensel LCBO in the back of a pickup truck. Realistically, you could probably pack like a third of that whole LCBO in the back of a Dodge Ram. <laughs> and they got $200. <laughs> they must have got spooked or something. I, I don't know what happened. The alarm was going off. Maybe they thought, thought somebody heard it. What are you stealing from the LCBO? You break in. What are you going? What's the section you're going for? Uh, I like rum. Okay. I'm a rum fan. All right. That's not too far from the door at the Goddard LCBO. It's along that wall. What? You've planned this whole thing out, have you? Or? I'm not saying I haven't planned it out. I'm <laughs> just saying I know that LCBO kind of well. How do you know what's close to the door? Because I drink, Matthew. Because <laughs> I live in Huron County. Hopefully they got $200 worth of good stuff like wine and not $200 worth of bad stuff like boxed wine. Were you watching the Junos last night? No, I never got the chance to watch it. That was a rhetorical question. Nobody was watching the Junos last night. But Canadian pop star Avril Lavigne, she was introducing a Canadian rapper, a Canadian Punjabi singer, A.P. Dillon. She was introducing him for his performance. And as she was doing that, a topless lady runs onto the stage. Yeah, she just hops up on the stage. No security. She just gets on stage, walks right by Avril, and Avril's like, what's going on? What's happening? Do I still, do I just keep going or do I go off script? And this uh, topless lady has some writing on her body that's uh, saying don't develop the green belt. It was a message for Doug Ford. So even though this ceremony was in Edmonton, she was talking about this thing happening in Ontario. Here's the clip of Avril Lavigne reacting. Oh, I'm going to warn you, there's a little bit of PG language in this. So if you got kids in the car... Earmuffs. Based in Victoria, BC, his music has gained a worldwide audience with sold out shows in Canada, the US. Get the f off. <laughs> Get the f off, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she almost sounded proud of her in a way. She's like, Get off here. Stop ruining my moment. Get the f off, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> There was no security. It took them forever. The, I think the girl expected someone to come drag her off, 
And she looked even awkward after standing up there for 40 seconds. It's like, why is nobody coming to take me off the stage? No, really? She was up on stage for like 20 seconds or so before you see security in their nice suits run up on stage and get this lady off? Yeah. Taking your shirt off, writing some words, is that going to stop development on the green belt? Taking your shirt off, not going to protect the environment. It'll only make the staff at McDonald's matter. Trust me. The guy at Avon. Oh. Oh. Lucky. This guy's friends hate him. He's got a horseshoe up something. I'm not even friends with him, and I hate this guy. He's <laughs> real lucky. Glenn Harper. He's from Vaughn area. So he just won 469000 bucks on Lotterio. A year ago, he won $100,000 playing Encore. I wish they told you how much they spent on tickets, though. Yeah, we don't know if this guy spends his whole paycheck on tickets or what. Or maybe he just bought one each time. Who knows? Who knows? He's definitely spending it on hair gel, though. You see his hair? <laughs> Holy crap. Lottery twice in a year. That might seem lucky, but I got the last 10 Tim Beeps from Tim Hortons last spring. So who's actually lucky? And my house got destroyed in the 2011 Godrich tornado. What are the chances of that? Every now and then you see those class action lawsuits where somebody sues someone saying, this is mislabeled. Like, remember that one with the Pop-Tarts? Someone sued them because they said, I didn't get my daily serving of strawberries in these strawberry Pop-Tarts, like you're eating Pop-Tarts to get your fruits. I am. <laughs> There's a class action lawsuit that's been filed against chicken chain Buffalo Wild Wings. We got those in Canada. There's one in London. Yeah, and they're saying that it's deceptive because they're claiming that they're boneless wings. They're just chicken nuggets, according to the lawsuit. That's what they're saying. They're not boneless wings. They're just chicken nuggets shaped like wings. They're not wrong. <laughs> They're suing? <laughs> They're suing for this. I guess it is false advertising technically, right? Well, it's like KFC. They have that popcorn chicken. I don't think there's popcorn in there. I don't even know if there's chicken in those. Mm, it's delicious, <laughs> though. A lot of batter. It's like McDonald's French fries. They're not even French. McDonald's is a Scottish name. Yeah. You're going to get sued. This news release crossed our desk. Crossed our desk. What an old term. The news desk. I got an email from the OPP is what happened. There's was, like 20, 25 phones ringing all at once. The ticket tape was going crazy, see? Got an email from the OPP. Two snowmobiles taken in Goderich. But here's what happened. Somebody had their snowmobiles on a trailer, pulled the truck up to the grocery store on Huron Road here in Goderich, went inside, went grocery shopping. When they came back, snowmobiles, trailer, gone. Stolen. Oh. Ouch, that would hurt so bad. That's a tough one. Imagine right? coming out and seeing they've robbed you of your precious snowmobiles after just feeling robbed by the grocery store. I always thought it would be nice to go to New Zealand or Australia, but what scares me is just how long the flight is. Yeah, like 13 hours, something like that, maybe longer. So this makes sense for Air New Zealand because I think no matter where you're coming from, New Zealand's pretty far away. They're putting beds in some of their planes for economy class. Oh, you don't even have to buy a first class ticket. No, you get like a little bunk bed with a pillow. There's bedding, reading light and a USB port. That's all you need. This is a great idea. I'd, I'd love to just sleep away the time on the plane. Does this give people incentive to drink more on the airplane? Because you can just pass out in your bed, get buzzed and then go unconscious. Right. But that also means there could be accidents because these are bunk beds. It's just a matter of time until the person on the bunk bed above you has an accident. They dribble down. Yeah. So maybe this is a bad idea. <laughs> Got to have an emergency landing. We're going to hear a story like this in a year. Matt and I are going to be talking about how somebody on an Air New Zealand flight peed on somebody else. They were so drunk, they peed on the top bunk. We yeah. predicted it. We're fortune tellers. We got King Charles coronation coming up in May sometime. I, I don't care to remember. Like, a lot of Canadians don't care. But why have they left it so long? I like, don't know. Kind of like when the Queen died. I think they waited a whole month to bury her. Just like they just draw things out, the she, royal family. She was mostly gin anyways. Apparently she drank a lot, so she was probably <laughs> self-preserved. So the poll company Leger, they're a big poll company in Canada. So they surveyed Canadians, 67% of Canadians, so more than two-thirds, say they do not care about the coronation of King Charles III. Those kind of numbers, are we even going to air this on TV? We're going to air it because we're a part of the Commonwealth. But why would you air it if 67% of the population isn't going to watch it? Because you're, 
kind of ob obligated. You kind of right? just have to. Oh, it's man. just dead air. Last time I got interested in the royal family, I developed diabetes, but it, it doesn't make any sense. Why call it Dairy Queen? Looking for something to do with Memorial Arena in Godrich? Maybe we turn it into an all-women's, all-girls hockey arena. That's what they're doing in Sydney, Nova Scotia. So they won Craft Hockeyville. They won $250,000 to renovate. They want to update the Cape Breton University arena and make it just for women and girls. And I like this because maybe women will finally have enough bathroom stalls <laughs> that they're not waiting in line. That's the worst. I went to a concert with my wife at Scotiabank Arena or something like that. I'm in and out of the washroom. I come out. I'm looking for her. She's still 50th in line. I'm thinking at this rate, she's going to miss the concert. I had time for two beers before she even got to, to the washroom. I believe it, dude. So maybe in the future, instead of having to give women a whole ass arena, maybe we just construct bathrooms enough so it's equal for everybody. Because I hate waiting 12 minutes for Trish the Dish to go to the bathroom. My snow cone is melting. St. Patrick's Day. We like to play this little game. You have to guess, Fatty. Is it an Irish proverb or a famous Irish celebrity that okay. said this? <laughs> All right. Where the tongue slips, it speaks the truth. That sounds like a proverb. Is that a proverb? Yeah, you're All right. right. Uh, wise words of some Irish person long ago. Say it again. Where the tongue slips, it speaks the truth. If you say something by accident, it's probably the truth. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's good, right? How about this? It's not always about the results. It's about the journey. That sounds like a douchebag actor or something. I'm going to say actor. Is that an actor or a celebrity? Uh, yeah, Irish it's celebrity. A celebrity. Yeah. Uh, Rory McElroy, golfer. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Irish guy. Yeah, yeah. Who can say where the road goes, where the day flows? Only time. That's Enya. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why do I know these lyrics? That's that Enya song. Yeah, that's the Irish singer. <laughs> it sounded like an old proverb. Yeah. You'll never plow a field by turning it over in your mind. Uh, that sounds like a proverb. Is that a proverb? Yeah. 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 All right, let's do one more here. The more you seek the uncomfortable, the more you will become comfortable. I heard David Bowie say something similar. He's not Irish. No. Uh, I'm going to say proverb. Is that a proverb? No. No. Conor McGregor. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> what is he? He's a fighter guy. He's a UFC fighter. UFC fighter. Oh, boy. Well, that was fun. <laughs> the pride of Ireland. If you're into nerd stuff, maybe you're checking out the images from the new Webb Telescope looking deep into the universe. Amazing. There's a new photo showing a dying star. The star is called Wolf Rayette 124. It's about 15,000 light years away. And our own Matt Hussey made a very interesting observation. It kind of looks like a butthole. <laughs> and, and then it goes on to describe it as a shimmering purple halo is formed as it ejects gas. <laughs> Well, when stars die, they do explode in a burst of heat, much like after a night of Taco Bell. Mm -hmm. That's why they measure the heat in giga quesos. If you're looking to buy a home but just can't quite uh, afford to do so, like most people right now, there's an app called Husmates. What the hell does that mean? Taking house and us putting it together. These people are stupid just like this app is stupid. Explain the stupid app. So basically you make a profile on this realtor type app. It's like a dating app. And then you hope to match with a like-minded person to share home ownership with. That's not a dating app at all. I don't go on Tinder to buy a house. I go on Tinder to hook up. No, but this is like a more traditional dating app where you talk a little bit first. Where you trade a couple goats for a house. Are you vegan? Because I like to barbecue every weekend. Oh, maybe it's not going to work out. You discuss things like this. Do you like playing loud music? Oh, I do too. Let's buy a house together. This sounds horrible. This isn't like a dating app at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's buying a house with a stranger. Yeah. Is that where we're at now? Is everybody so broke that we, have, we need an app to hook up with people who aren't going to bother us when we buy a house together, <laughs> having never known each other? Some people are buying in groups too. We used to call that a commune. 
back in the 70s. <laughs> Come full circle. And we so, share everything. We share bills. We share our bodies. So it's just like dating, but you're not necessarily having sex. You're calling a plumber together. That's marriage. You're describing marriage. We got our sales guy, Steve Howard, in studio again because we're talking about vinyl records. And for the first time since 1987, vinyl records, vinyl, say it like that. Vinyl records have outsold CDs. They outsold CDs last year. 41 million vinyls sold in 2022, 33 million CDs. Yeah. Vinyl records is redundant. Yeah. The people who are into vinyl just call it vinyl or records. Records. Well, I don't know how people talked in the 1950s, so oh, I'll trust ha. you guys. What? <laughs> what was the last vinyl record you bought, Steve Howard? I just got it, actually. What'd you get? I got the remaster of the Beatles Revolver. Ooh. The, the whole box set. Does yeah, it yeah. sound better on vinyl? Uh, well, I think so, and I've never heard the mono recording, so I, that's the first one I pulled out to listen to. So, yeah, it does actually sound clearer and better. And uh, do you listen to it with or without your hearing aids? <laughs> I turn them way up. Actually, I take them out and feel the vibration oh, across the floor. Okay. Yeah. Hey, apparently a lot of these sales wow. are, are young people. Young people are into vinyl now. Well, young people have grandparents. Buying it for themselves. My son's actually into vinyl. Is vinyl he? is awesome. Yeah. I didn't know your son was 79. Oh, stop. Oh, <laughs> Uh, any opportunity to make fun of old people. I'm 37. I'm not even young. They had records when you were, like, you know, growing up. You weren't all into CDs and MP3s. Uh, when when I was inside my dad's body oh still, my, they had records. Yeah, 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 sure, yeah. sure. So you could feel the vibrations. I guess I could. <laughs> Maybe that's how I was made. I'm not sure. The Toronto Zoo is closing its bird exhibits due to the avian flu. There was a flu going around pretty close to the zoo, and so they figured they better just close the bird section. So you're going to the Toronto Zoo and you want to see the birds? No birds for you! You said you would skip this section. Why? There's well, some crazy birds. You're only there for a day, and if you have the choice between seeing a chickadee and a polar bear, I'm going to go see the polar bear. Is that the option they, pre they present you? Go left for the polar bear, go right for the chickadee? <laughs> well, I mean, and plus it's kind of depressing seeing birds in a cage. That's true. They're all in cages, I know, but a bird in a cage, it's the most depressing animal to see at a zoo. You brought this bit down. It's true. I was going to try to make jokes, but I, you're right. A bird in a cage is pretty sad. I skipped that section. But the polar bear as well, he's got the whole Arctic in nature, but then he's in a little box at the zoo. True enough. It's all relative. You strike me as the kind of dad, though, who would be like, oh, why do I need to see the birds? I have birds at home. Oh, I've actually said that. The kids wanted to go in. I'm like, we got birds at home. We have woodcocks at home. We have them in our backyard. Next time, we won't even go to the zoo. We'll just go on the Maitland Trail. Oh, you're one of those parents. We got a zoo at home. One of those parents, the kids are in the backseat, and they're like, can we go to McDonald's? You're like, we have McDonald's at home, and you make rice like a jerk. Honestly, how do you feel about the royal family? Do you care at all? Not really. I, I kind of was on board with the old grandma figure. The queen, she was kind of sweet, but nah, nah, now that Charles is king, nah, I'm done. All right, so there's this new poll out done by Research Co., and it says 19% of Canadians, so less than a fifth, want the British monarchy to continue. Only 19% of Canadians want this? Yeah, a lot of people could say, hey, make it so there's no king or queen or prince or queen consort that's a thing right yeah, well if we're a democracy it should just be over then right guess so but it's <laughs> i'm thinking we're a little hard on the royal family because they are kind of like us like for example royal family racist older relatives everyone has a few of those right yeah everyone like grandma more a lot of events keep going because you want to do that for grandma it's very relatable and nobody likes the redheaded kid they're just they, like us. They kicked Harry out of the family. <laughs> Harry's the redhead one, right? Yeah. They all look inbred. It's supposed to be sun and cloud today. A little gloomy outside our studios in Goderich, but that's just par for the course at this point. It's been a very gloomy winter. In fact, someone tracks this kind of stuff. Hasn't been this gloomy since the 1940s. 83 years was the last time it was this gloomy. The place that tracks it is the European Center for Medium Range Forecasting, or ECMRF. It's recommended when it's gloomy outside, you take more vitamin D in the winter. Yeah. If you're not getting enough sunlight. I like to take vitamin E, which is just what I call edibles. And just this morning, I've already had 40 milligrams of vitamin E. So it's been a good morning. I go for the vitamin D. 
Domino's Pizza. Going into the weekend, doing your errands, make sure you're nice to the grocery store staff. Matt Hussey worked at a grocery store a bunch of years ago. Tell me about Rutabaga Lady. Yeah, we had nicknames for the more difficult customers. We had Rutabaga Lady. What was wrong with her? Well, she came in and, and she wanted me to cut up her rutabaga into tiny chunks all the time. Was that your job? No, I didn't have time for that. I can't just cut up your rutabaga. Ain't nobody got time for that. Well, you just don't. Then there was a lady we called Fresher in the Back. These people would come in the door and like, oh, no. You'd be like, oh, no, it's Fresher in the Back. There's Fresher in the Back. Now explain. I think I understand Fresher in the Back, but tell me about Fresher in the Back. Yeah, that person that thinks there's always fresher stuff in the back. And so every single time, you just got done putting out the fresh stuff. Excuse me, do you have anything fresher in the back? Oh, there it is. Like, what do you think? We're just storing it all in the back? It doesn't sell in the back. Of course, the fresh stuff is out here, for goodness sake. It's not fresher in the back. So that was her nickname. And we're bringing this up in attempts to tell you, be nice to retail staff. You might think that you being difficult will just be forgotten. No. no I guarantee they have nicknames for you. Like Overitem Joe, you know, the, the guy that puts too many things in the 10 oh, items or less what line. A douche. They've got names for you. Do you think they have a name for you? The Huss man rolls around? It's possible. They're like, there's Hair Gel Huss. Hair Gel Huss. Oh, here comes a Rain Check Randy. Always getting rain checks oh, for everything. Boy. There's nicknames out there. Yeah, we don't want you to have a nickname, so be nice to retail staff. Over in Winnipeg, there was a, a couple skunks. Two skunks got into an elementary school crawl space. Two skunks. A pair of skunks uh, smelled up the joint, and the kids had to go to the community center across the way. To have school. To have school. So they were all bunched up in the community center doing class there because school stank. Well, surprisingly, this was a pretty frequent thing here in Huron County. There would Because we had to wait for the bus way at the end of a lane somewhere. And sometimes a skunk would roll along, spray a kid, and then that kid would go to the school. Is that a thing that happens regularly? Yes. Like regularly it, enough, like you remember it happening more than once? Yeah, they're walking down their long lane. A skunk sprays them, and then they feel like they shouldn't go back home. They get on the bus and come to school. They had to call the parents a few times, say, you got to come get your kid. They stink. Your son stinks. I feel bad for skunks and all this. Have you ever met a skunk? They're sweet. They're really nice animals. But whenever somebody brings them up, all you think about is the stink. Yeah. Must be what Matt Hussey feels like. I worry, Matt. I worry about our futures. Worry about what the society is coming to when the birds continue to get involved in the drug trade. My gosh. So we told you the story back in January. There was a pigeon that was caught with a backpack Flying out of a jail in Vancouver, backpack full of meth. The most adorable little backpack, though. I think if I found this pigeon with the backpack, I, I might admire the thought and the effort these prisoners put into you, it. You would take and, a picture. Yeah. You'd post it to social media. And just let it slide, you and know? Look at his cute backpack. He's like a character from Arthur. So cute. A second pigeon has been found wearing a backpack, flying out of a prison. The prison right next door to the first prison in Vancouver. Ooh. But this backpack was empty. Ooh. So I wonder what was in it. Mm. Pigeons, though, that's a good bird to use, right? If you're drug smuggling, not going to rat you out to the cops. Not like those lying woodcocks. We were telling you about a story out in Winnipeg where a school had to be evacuated because a couple skunks got into the crawl space. And back in 96, there was an incident at Rick Hansen Elementary School, similar to this one, involving our own Fatty Didi. My older brother got a hold of some fart spray, and I thought it'd be funny to bring it to school and spray it. Ha ha, it stinks a little bit. I didn't realize that this was weapons-grade fart spray. Oh. So I did about four sprays in my classroom. My teacher yelled at me to go to the office. I felt bad. And while I was in the office, the secretary is buzzing all the female teachers. Do you have any perfume? Do you have any perfume? Do you have any perfume? Call <laughs> out for perfume. Yeah, I guess the whole school stunk. <laughs> and then the principal calls me into her office, Miss Thielenhouse. I'll never forget her because she was pretty nice to me, considering. No kidding. So she calls me into her office and she sits me down and she says, Fatty, why'd you do it? And I said, I thought it'd be funny, but clearly it's not. And she says, Fatty, did you know that the superintendent was coming to school today? Oh, no. And I, I'm in sixth grade. I don't know what a superintendent is. So I said no. And she explained that it's an important person who was checking up on the school. And our school smells like farts. 
<laughs> and it's all your fault. I didn't end up really getting in trouble. Like, I think I got sent home. Maybe not. I don't remember. You didn't get, like, banned from the school? The librarian said she wanted to ban me from the library. Oh, yeah. And she was a really nice lady, too. I, that was the worst part for me was I upset the librarian who I really liked. Well, your fart spray probably smelled better than old books. <laughs> not by much. It is St. Patrick's Day today. Yeah. It's that day where we stereotype a whole group of people with their own history, heritage, language, and we put them in a tiny little box. We put on hats, we dress as leprechauns, and we drink green beer because that's just what humans do. We're terrible, but we're going to celebrate the Irish. We're going to play a little game. I'm going to either say an Irish proverb... Or something that an Irish person said, like a celebrity. Lie down with dogs and you'll rise with fleas. That sounds like an old proverb. Is that a proverb? Yeah. Mm. Oh, wait. Ding. Justice and equality are good friends. Oh, that sounds like something an Irish douchebag would say. Is that a, <laughs> is that a celebrity? Is that a celebrity <laughs> Yeah, that's a U2's Bono. Oh, of course. Said that. To say what you feel is to dig your own grave. Ooh, that sounds like a proverb. Is that a proverb? No. Oh. That's Irish singer Sinead O'Connor said that. Okay. that's a, Say it again. That's a good one. Yeah. Say it again. To say what you feel is to dig your own grave, mm. which is sadly what happened to her. Yeah. God, the Irish are awesome. All yeah. right. Hit me with another one. I've never seen a moon in the sky that didn't take my breath away. At least misplaced it for a moment. A celebrity. I'm going to say celebrity. Colin Farrell. Okay. Said that. He was probably drunk. <laughs> and that's not an Irish stereotype. That's a Colin Farrell it's stereotype. It's a Colin Farrell stereotype. Yeah, that guy drinks. The older the fiddle, the sweeter the tune. Proverb? Yeah. <laughs> Give me one more. One more. Better to be busy than to be busy worrying. Proverb? No. What celebrity was that? Well, that was the the late Angela Lansbury. Uh, she was Irish? She was Irish. Irish English. She she had dual citizenship. I didn't even know. I thought she was American. She passed away, right? Yeah. Yeah. Was it murder? The Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty Podcast.